There he goes. Guys. Guys. I was doing this. <laughs> I don't ever know. This live stuff's all new for me. Um, welcome to the annual recap of 2023. So every year we do a podcast and we kind of reflect on the year and look look forward to I guess the next year, what we're looking forward to in the next year. So that's what this podcast is all about. So if you've joined us for the past few years, you will see some newer faces and we will introduce them and let them um, let them chime in. But I feel like last year, Mari, you were here with us on our recap, right? So this is old news to Mari. All the guys, this is, this is a fresh new thing for you. So um I think really what it's important to take a pause at the end of, you know, at the end of anything really, and to reflect on, you know, not how we did, but what happened and and where the learning was, because if we don't do that, then we move forward kind of unaware of where the learning was, unaware of things so um and if you if you kind of don't do that in times where there is places to be really grateful or see something you know like we're always kind of in in life and it's life is busy and if you don't reflect on things and see you kind of miss the good stuff too right so um, I think this is just a little bit of uh, an awareness project for myself and and maybe for for us all. Um, so, what I would like to do is see if anyone has reflected and and what you've learned from the past year or or things you want to share about the past year. It doesn't necessarily have to be about Spark, but it can be about Spark. It can be about yourself. Um, you know, Spark is as an organization is all about, you know, looking within and seeing and seeing what's going on. It's just, and, and seeing how it is an inside job and how awareness of just awareness, right? Not, not judging what's happening, but just our awareness can be such a gift for us. So would anyone like to kick it off? Sure, I'll, I'll go for it. Hello, virtual world. It's Stephanie here. Um, I was reflecting upon how this last year and particularly now, the fact that whenever you feel stuck in anything, for example, I was feeling stuck in our partnership strategy or stuck in global events when it seems like there is like no solution that is a signal that i'm in the washing machine of my thoughts just regurgitating the same thing now i know this <laughs> we've talked about this a thousand times but it's so easy to forget that being stuck it's not 
um, it's not saying that the situation is impossible, even though it really looks impossible. It's just saying that your mind is currently not open to see new things. It's just saying that your aperture has gone like this. And there is always more solutions when you go like this. And that's amazing how that is so true for anything, business strategy, relationships, world peace and security, anything it's true for. And the reason that's true is because when you're like this, there is an infinite amount of new thought, new ideas available. And that's been true time and time again. And we just have to have that self-awareness. So I love that we do these reflections because that could have <laughs> gone uh, unnoticed, you know, especially for me in these last two months, you know, in the ups and downs. And really it's the ups and downs of my mind going like this, super closed, uh, desperate, um, frustrated, sad to open, seeing new possibilities. And um, that's just really refreshing and great to remember for, for any situation that you find yourself in. Um, that it's not your stuckness or your anger or your frustration is not a sign that there's not a solution. It's just that, just that you're, you're like this. I love that. And I also think, Stephanie, it's like <laughs> when I was listening to you, what I've seen this past year is it's, you know, when we feel stuck with something, there's also this layer of what idea do we have about when that's supposed to happen or that it is supposed to happen or that we know the salute, we know what's supposed to happen, right? Or it, it's, or that there is supposed to be a solution to whatever problem we're seeing at the time. Yes. Right. There's that's just... a hid, that's a hidden assumption. Yeah. Mhm. Mm also just to add on to that, like we've been fortunate in the last, you know, um I don't know, couple months to be talking to people who aren't in our stuff, in our thinking, right? And that's so great because just to talk to anybody who is not uh, used to being in your head, used to the conditioning that you've downloaded. And just the simple facts of somebody who's not in it with you, asking the question why, and you being reflective. I mean, that, that alone is um, just so powerful because then it just uncovers all the stuff, all the beliefs that you had in there that you forgot you had, or you never realized you had. That's so cool because last night, it just reminds me, my um, Alexa, who's 15, she said to me, "We're just, I'm doing a puzzle because that's what I do when I'm out in my living area with my kids. And they just come, I found, like, they just come to talk to me if I'm sitting there and act kind of distracted. They say way more than they normally would if I'm, like, zeroed in on them and all their problems. And she sat down and she goes, you know what I would... I always think, mom, like, I would just love to be in other people's heads sometimes. And I'm like, oh, really? Why? And she said, because, you know, like, I just think it's really crazy sometimes how I think, like, and I just wonder, people probably don't always think like me. And if I could just see their viewpoint, 
I'd probably learned so much. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But it's kind of like what you just said is it, what a great thing to get around people that don't see things exactly the way that we see them. Mm -hmm. And entering that space, not in um, like a defensive mindset, like having to prove you're right, but in a curious one. Right. Yeah. I think she even said, I'm just so curious how other people go about their day. I'm like, that's such a kid thing. I love yeah. that. We should all be a little more like children. Curious. Where is he? You should have him up there. Curious. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> he actually is on here. You just don't see him. Oh. <laughs> is he right here? Did you do it right? He's, he is uh, at the bottom uh, right corner of the uh -huh. screen. So he's he's popping up. Awesome. But <laughs> all right, who else would like to go? I'll go. Okay. So um I've been reflecting on 2023. And um it, what's funny is yesterday we had ended um the women's jail class, and in that lesson we talk a lot about unlimited potential and how um, that we can get kind of like what Stephanie said, we can like the washing machine of thoughts just being like, like swarmed around you. And that's all you see. Like we box ourselves in so much with the same stale thinking, the same ideas. And we, uh, we can get really tricked into thinking those are the only solutions for us. And I feel like I, I was pretty locked in my same little box of thinking sometimes throughout the year, um, you know, with ideas that worked in previous years really well and thinking like, okay, well, why isn't it working now? You know, certain, I was just really boxing myself in with these like ideas that worked for me at one time. But um, what I have noticed now it being December and really looking forward to uh, next year is kind of tapping into more of that creative side that um that I know I have in me just like everyone else does and just seeing like what else we can come up with and just really um seeing different solutions and get, and stepping out of that box and yesterday I did the diagram on the board where we have the little stick figure and we're talking about all the same things that we, we have, you know, wrapped around us. And then like, what's on the outside of that and, and seeing like, you know, the unknown and the growth and the creativity that is on the outside of our, of our same thinking. It's, it's just a nice reminder to know that, oh, that's what I was doing. I was just looking at the same, the same things that worked really well for me. And, not tapping into the creative side that I know I have beyond that. Um, and that goes with kind of like what Stephanie was saying with the problem solving, like you, you can get so caught up in the same solutions and you don't see, or same ideas and you don't see anything else but that. But times change every year and we should remember that we can be creative and that we can think outside of the box and that there's so many other ideas out there we just have to be open to see them so um 
I think that just really realizing that now and reflecting on this year, it's, it's just kind of leading me in the direction of that creative side and um, getting curious and what else can we do that's different next year. In, in, uh, in the training that uh, Ashley and I did in Alabama in November, we played spoons. And I know in that lesson, we play spoons. And um, we decided to do that so last minute that I text the the leader of the the training. And this is training with all adult professionals. And I said, is there any way you can give, get us five decks of cards and, you know, enough spoons for the whole room and he's like this might be the most random request we've ever received but I trust you so I'm doing it and I'm like okay but we played spoons with 50 uh adults and if you've ever played this game spoons you have to you have deck of cards or, or you have four cards in your hand and you're passing the cards around the table and the object is get four of a kind and when you get four of a kind, you can pick up a spoon. Well, there's one less spoon on the table than there are people. So if you aren't, if you are just so focused in on your cards, you a lot of times don't see other people picking up spoons. So you're only looking here. However, if you're kind of looking at both, right? Like the, you can see your cards and, and you sometimes get a spoon. But at the end, when we all played, I said, my favorite thing to do is to not even look at my cards and just stare at the spoons. You win every time if you do that. But the trick of the mind is, is like you, your mind wants to keep looking at the cards because it's just counterintuitive not to even pay attention to your cards at all. So it's a lot like you're thinking. It's like so counterintuitive to not pay attention to the old washed up thoughts that you always have and just look outside the box. It's so counterintuitive. But if you do that, you win every freaking time. And that's where the possibilities are. And then we saw this extreme version of spoons that I swear I want our whole team to play one day, but I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> Someone might get hurt though. And then there'll be like a worker's comp situation. <laughs> you might've seen a video because I showed it in a team meeting before. Uh, <laughs> and said so I really wanted to do that. <laughs> I'm in, I'm definitely in. <laughs> I said Jenna yeah, would I'm, totally- I'm totally, I'm totally down. Totally <laughs> all right it it's on video time. eric's quiet chad's not saying yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like i'll just go next because there seems to be a common theme and it was exactly what i was gonna say as well is just the um that for me i have seen in the last like just the last couple of months of opening up to that creative part that I think I was just getting really, okay, this has always worked. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. In a training, this is how we're gonna do it. Like we have this outline and we have the things and it works. And so, and while I've always had that like flexibility of like, oh, I'm gonna do this instead uh, in this day instead of this day, what I have started to see in the last, you know, <laughs> maybe just even this last month is, trusting that that spark again more uh it can be really easy to just rely on your on your thinking part and you're like okay I got this down and that intellect but trusting and that creative part of it when Brooke when you shared about the training it, it what I was going to share from that was that training showed me 
oh, we can do it so many different ways. And I already knew that, but it was so cool to see in real time. And we had two trainings and we were doing it with the same type of people. And we were just doing it on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And even then we switched it up on Thursday and it was just that fresh, uh, those fresh ideas that were coming through that worked with this group. And then we came to this one and fresh ideas worked with that one. And um, in our curriculum, uh, I'm seeing, you know, we have all of these different ways in which we can do it. And coming back to that creative part, that's what we started out in when we started Spark was being so creative and being so um, just trying out all new things. And then we got to a point where, okay, now we need to do this because research, we need to keep doing it this way. And I started seeing the stuckness that I was in of doing it this way. And it's not even until like real time now I'm thinking, wow, that's what's been different in this last like month or two is getting back to that creative part of it and getting back to like that, that, oh, we have really cool ideas and let's try it a different way. And you have that freedom always, but uh, I didn't realize that <laughs> I like had myself in a box and now I'm seeing there's so much more. So as you all have been talking, I've been reflecting in that and where I really want to see myself go for this coming year and see Spark go for this coming year. And my hope is that creative side, like tapping into that more and seeing what comes from that. Like there are so many things that we've not even thought about or done. And that's what gets me really excited is what could we do? Like if we just all tapped into that creative part, even a little bit, we have so many people on this team now that even if we each did a little, I can't even, I can't even imagine where we will be next year. Um, so yeah, that would be my hope for this coming year is tapping into that creative part and seeing where it takes us. And I just got really excited saying all that. So <laughs> me too. Me too. I love that. Thank you. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, mine's a little bit different than creativity that everybody else had, <laughs> although I will say that I think a lot of it has come from the fact that we have been tapping into our creativity so much in the office lately, um, because a lot of my reflections, I think, have come from the jail classes that we taught this last year. Um, I was able to work with the juveniles with Nicole, and then um, Jenna and I just finished working with the veterans. And we, for both the classes, we had either worked with some of the people before, or we were just on a different schedule than we're used to. And so we were able to kind of combine lessons and bring in new topics and have deeper conversations with a lot of the class participants. And I think in being able to be creative, I was also able to really recognize how present I could be in the moment. And when I was when I was feeling that presence in the class, I felt like I was able to um, just show my appreciation for them more easily and also feel their appreciation for our presence there. And that was something that I think was really, um, it was moving for me, but it was also really inspiring, I guess, to tap into that creativity because I could see that the value of, of what we're doing is being recognized. Um, you know, having a group of veterans, it's a bunch of, I mean, they're all older than me. They've all had way different experiences than me, but hearing them tell us how valuable it is that we're there and we're present in the conversation every week with them 
um, was, it was just really motivating for me because I feel that same way getting to work with them. Um, and so it became more important throughout the class for me to show them that I appreciated them. I know that we took multiple times throughout class and Jenna and I just told them how much we enjoyed being in class with them, how much we um, appreciate the the effort that they make in, in being present for us. And then they also reciprocated that and just really showed a lot of vulnerability. And I think both of us were able to, to be really vulnerable in class with them and, and just open up. And I think recognizing how life becomes so much easier and so much more positive when you're present in that moment was just a really cool reflection for me to to get to have because I absolutely love being in those classes and it's it's just a really a really awesome experience I, I absolutely love that I'm I'm part of Spark because I get to work with with all of them so that was definitely my big thing um, for the past year and I'm also really excited for just all the creative opportunities I think that we are going to have in this coming year. Um, I think that just being able to expand what we do right now is going to be really exciting. I'll add on to that just a little bit since we are still talking about creativity a little bit in those jail classes uh, with the veterans. Um, we really did, Mari and I had to come up with a few new topics and, you know, just change up activities. So some of the ones that have been there aren't seeing the same things. And like Ashley was saying, like us as a team being creative, I thought it was cool. Like I would have an idea and I'd put it past Mari and then she'd have some ideas to add to it. And then like this little idea expanded into this huge thing just because me and Mari are pinging off of each other. And it's so cool to see what comes of that, you know, because I didn't have these ideas. Mari didn't have these other ideas and we put them together and it just created something amazing. So yeah, it was a really great class. And then like uh, Mari was saying, being present in the moment, I think that was so huge too, because I feel like when you have all these distractions on the outside and and things you're supposed to do, you you kind of fall away from that presence. So when we're in the classes, we can't have our phones. We don't have any other distractions, you know? So we are really, really present with them. And I feel like for me, that makes me more of my authentic self because I don't have any outside distractions. So I, I don't know, when, I, am I'm, when I'm in jail teaching classes, like I feel like I'm the most real I'm ever, I ever am for some reason. It's really cool. It's like your own therapy. When yeah. you're the teacher. hundred percent. The one thing that I absolutely love about the work that we get to do is that we learn just as much as the people we're supposedly teaching because it it's just a it's a back and forth kind of thing. Like I remember when we first started teaching in schools, I thought it was so interesting that, you know, normally teachers would take that time to go do their own thing, like be out of the classroom, not be in the classroom. And instead what would happen is more and more teachers would that weren't even in the class <laughs> would come and sit in the class while we're teaching. And there's something to that. Like, I love what you said, Jenna, about we always have some sort of distraction, but when we're really talking about, you know, the topics that we talk about in, in the jails or in schools, it's there's something about just that awareness, right? That brings you back to who you really are and that it never gets old. And it doesn't matter how long you've been not aware, right? When you, it just takes that millisecond and you're right back there. 
And there's something so healing about that. Like no matter what is happening on the outside, when you, when you touch that place, there's like, it can only be, I don't know, for me, at least it, even if it's just a few seconds, it's just such a freaking reminder of what's on offer all the time. And that is so healing. I think for me, you know, the past several years have been so insanely crazy, just you know, from the moment I, I brought in the kids to even last year, like I had, a, you know, the, the fight with my daughter and all that kind of stuff, it, it really churned up so much. And then this year was so peaceful in so many ways. And as I was reflecting, it's like, gosh, it's so important to reflect just because you forget to be grateful if you don't right? Like, so when things are so good, you just kind of going and you're going and you're going and you're going. And it's like, oh, this is not how my past few, like, years have gone. And I'm just, you know, George Pransky, one of our teachers talks about be grateful for the highs and graceful with the lows. And it's like, oh, that grateful piece is so important because when you have so many lows, like it, it's so important to appreciate the highs. Cause it, you know, like sometimes we think like, it's supposed to be this way. So we're just going with the flow. It's supposed to be good. Right. It's like, no, life is good and bad. It's not supposed to be, but we miss the whole point if we're not grateful for the good. Okay, I'll go. Um, oh, always take like literally. I unmute it at the same time, AJ. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm just too slow. I, I gotta just, take it up. It's the silence. You I, know? I called. I called this. Well, that. that is a that's a good point. You should just know that if anytime there's silence, Eric. I know. I Eric's was trying to time for it. his turn. My time is bad. gonna jump in because he can't handle it. Yep. You should know that. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's a creature of habit. Drives me crazy. I don't know what it is. You know um did you want to go ahead eric or okay all right um i'm actually the new guy here and i'm sorry that you didn't hear me last podcast um technical issues you know things like that um but uh i will say that um i'm gonna just tag along with that whole creativity thing you know with this job i'm able actually to use all of my uh cre creative uh abilities and find new ones as as uh time passes um, honestly, though, as a reflection of this past year, uh, I was in the business world, like business, business world, like, you know, uh, corporate. And um, one of the things that I think I've picked up in working here just in the last few months that I've been here is I can actually be human, you know, and tap into my humanity uh, a lot more. Uh, than what I was able to in, you know, the uh, corporate world. And I've been in a few corporate companies, you know, uh, this year uh, started off with me in a corporate uh, environment, although I was working from home, but uh, it actually threw a lot of challenges my way uh, that I didn't expect, um, you know, having to move. Uh, I, I left that corporate job, moved to a, across the state, only to find out that it didn't work. So I moved back over here 
I'm, a, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it, but I'm not proud of it. I've moved literally six times this year. Um, so if, if life never teaches you anything, just move six times. Uh, that will definitely uh, teach you humility, um, maybe some better decision making, uh, which is something that, you know, we all uh, tend to deal with, you know. Um, but I will say that it's, it's interesting that, that when, I, when I was looking for another job, the Spark Initiative was the first place that ever contacted me after I, you know, went job searching. So it's amazing that I'm here now. And I, I just think, you know, I'm also a spiritual person. So I think that, you know, God puts you in places that you need to be with people who you need to be with uh, for a reason, bad or good, you know, who knows. But um, I will say that so far, God's doing pretty good, you know, uh, with me. And uh, so uh, I'm able, I'm very happy to uh, be here and be part of this great family of people. Um, they, they decorated my office with friends stuff. I mean, that's like, that was big to me. You know, I've never seen that before. I actually cried a little bit, you know, not too much, but you know, uh, but there again, that human side, that human, you know, feeling stuff like that, that I pretty much abandoned 20 something years ago after the military, but, uh, I'm very happy to be here. And as far as next year is concerned, I'm looking nothing but up, you know, we're, we've got so much going on already. I uh, got a lot of great ideas and, and a great team here uh, to, to work with and support me. Um, so I thank you guys every, every day uh, for this chance. Yeah, you're right, AJ. Just oh, sorry, I had to jump in there. Sorry, real quick. But I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to mess. I didn't want to miss it again. Dude, this like, is this Chad, thing, man. I saw Don't Chad go, and I was like, I can't do this. I'm so sorry, Brooke. I'm gonna have to steal the mic for a second. But um, I I like uh, I like this. This is kind of fun actually. Seeing how excited everyone's getting about this, we should do it more often. Um, to to kind of piggyback on that from AJ, this place is very human. I don't think it's lacking in being human at all. <laughs> it's probably one of the, for me, it's definitely, I, I kind of come from a similar background in certain ways as AJ. And um, it takes some adjustment, but everyone's willing to, you know, be flexible and um, very understanding and stuff. So that's cool. It makes the transition easier. And uh, I like I like how like we didn't even, I don't think we settled on a topic for today. I think it was just reflection and everyone just kind of went with the flow and ended up with creativity seems to be the word. Um, so I don't want to like not go along with that trend. Um, so like me, it's just like my reflection. I've been here since like mid-March or something and um, is, is really just like leveraging past experience into a new industry uh, a new, I've never worked for a nonprofit organization before. So that's, you know, learning the ropes there. Uh, and like learning a, a product that's not just a product because I'm part of the sales crew. I'm also learning it's it's a concept as well, right? So it's definitely more complicated than just knowing the ins and outs. You have to understand the impact, uh, I would say, on people and also impact on yourself. Um, and like putting aside, you know, personal perspectives and inherent biases and stuff to be able to, you know, for me, 
a lot of these concepts at Spark have been, you know, it's kind of like feels like like a refresher course, but it's cool that there's like like names and 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 you know ideologies put behind it, and it's so uh, apparent and you know, you draw attention to things like your separate realities. I always think about that. And it's like, every time I um, uh, get into a deep conversation with my wife about something, like I, it kind of almost always comes back to that. I don't say it to her. So I have to kind of like finesse it in there a little bit. Um, but it definitely comes up because then there's sometimes I'm like, look, I'm like, we're just seeing this from two different points of view and it's cool, man. It's not, we, I think it's always, especially I'm very competitive with her and her with me that we always try to one up each other. <laughs> so it's, it's okay to just like not be right all the time. Um, so, yeah, and I'm excited about the, uh, I think I've seen a, in the short time I've been here, I've seen as far as the, the theme of the day, creativity, everybody really kind of open up a bit and, and like, it's apparent that people are more flexible, more adaptable, um, with that process. And, you know, I'm excited about just like the stuff that I've been able to work on. It's, um, and, you know, I think creativity without execution is, is not always ideal. So it's nice to be able to execute on some things and really see, um, you know, your work go towards something good and, and really help out people that you work with and then people that they're working with. Uh, so I'm excited for 2024 with that in mind, exactly of, uh, you know, being able to come up with like new strategies and like, and see the evolution of our, our program and being able to execute on those deliverables is, um, I don't know, maybe that sounds nerdy, but it's, it's cool. I think it's, I think it's fun. And, uh, yeah, I think everyone has some really cool things to say and I, um, you know, Jenna with the authenticity and then um, Mari talked about being present in the moment. You know, I think these are all concepts that like we need to be conscious of. We need to be cognizant of, of these things and maybe not every day, every minute, everything like that. But it is nice to have those reminders. And we're fortunate enough to get those often because we're around it all the time. Um, as you guys were talking, I was kind of thinking about three C's that stood up for me this year, and that would be culture. Um, can't hear me. Can't hear me. We can, can hear, hear you, now? just not very loudly. Yes. Yeah, it's uh. Are you going through headphones? I can, now I can't hear them at all. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the picture's frozen. Good. Okay. Sorry. Um, three things that stood out to me is like the three C's for this year. That would be class, culture, and um, I forgot the other one. I'll remember soon. <laughs> So the first one is class. <laughs> There's one more. It just slipped my mind after the whole thing. But <laughs> class. Um, going to class, you would think teaching 
every week or each month, you get so used to kind of facilitating the same lessons and then you just become numb to what you're teaching. But I feel like every time I am facilitating a class, I'm learning something new that I can relate to my life and from the inmate. So I really adored that um, during this year where I was able to reflect and use what, I, what I'm teaching and kind of put it on myself and use it in my own life. And I feel like that was really helpful for us and for myself. Also, I really enjoyed the culture. The culture here is top tier. I mean, I forgot who said it was human-like here, but it's just like, it's nothing like anywhere else. Um, it is, you just feel it's just like a safe space. You feel secure. It's like we're all in one big relationship with each other. <laughs> it just feels like a secure space where we're able to like just talk and not feel judged and no judgment um, free vibe. And the other C, I remember the other C, it's the one we've been saying for the past 30 minutes, creativity, which as we've grown so much um, in regards to the curriculum, like updates, we have transformed completely, gave ourselves a huge facelift with the way we um, are marketing now. And I really like that. I like how we've grown with activities. And I look forward to seeing how we can use that to navigate in the future. Um, for 2024. I'm really excited for that. I'm excited for new experiences, um, new obstacles for us to defeat. And I'm looking forward with not only growing like emotionally with you guys, but also as a company and seeing us thrive and grow and touch more lives. I just want to hug you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I love that, um, what I was going to say to AJ, but I'll say it to all three of you, I, I just love the, you know, we, for a long time, we're just a bunch of women in here talking about a bunch of women's stuff. <laughs> and I love that the diversity that just having very different personalities, because all three of you are very, very different people and just uh, having your energy in the office has you know, has definitely, um, I think, stretched us all that were here before a little bit and in really good ways. So, so happy that you're here. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, for the for 2024, I think for me, um, we, the people that were here in January, we all did a training in January. And the biggest thing that came out of that training is this saying that we've been saying all year long, right? And the saying is, it all works out for us. <laughs> and the amount of times that I've repeated that phrase throughout the year, um, I can't even tell you how many times. And and there are some major challenges that as an organization we're up against um, and we've been up against this year, uh, you know, based on the political climate and the the increase of living climate and giving is not as much. And, you know, like there's just things that, that we're up against. And I can say that this year, every time one of those things has kind of emerged, we've said it, it all works out for us. And I think that us is just, you know, humanity and like, what, what if it does all work out? 
like if we knew that like if we had that in our mindset that it what if it works out how would we go from like this to that and I think that's kind of um been on my mind every time something feels really heavy because there are definitely things that feel heavy for spark and when I look at it as a leader of the organization it feels heavy but every time it starts to feel that way and that little phrase it all works out for us comes through and it's not just kind of like wishful thinking or you know as Chad calls it toxic positivity (laughs) I don't mean it in that way I mean it as in like what if what if we got curious about this working out? What ideas would come? What other solutions would come? What direction could we take Spark rather than looking at our ideas that we had and what we've been doing and just trying to jam that into the universe? Like, what if it works out a different way? What if there's another direction? And that's what I'm excited about in 2024 is just keeping that like, what if? So if it's going to work out, right, if it's going to work out, how? Not not just jamming it the same way. <laughs> but, you know, Brooke, I think that since I, uh, since I started working here, I've seen a lot of, you know, flexibility and, and being able to completely communicate uh, any ideas or maybe you know, disagreements on ideas and things like that are are always welcome. And I think it's important with any organization. Um, and it's amazing how freely we're able to do that here. So if you ask how, um, I think that's part of it, you know, uh, look at who we got here. You know, we got a bunch of great people who feel, um, who love, you know, I don't know about love, but like each other a lot, you know, um so i mean if that helps anything in that question uh, answer that question i think that does i don't know if you're asking but i'm just saying you know that's that's what i was thinking i love that thank you aj yeah i didn't say a lot during my time so I, there you go <laughs> aj doesn't like silence guys he's gonna get there <laughs> Any last thoughts from anyone before we call 2023 22 days early? (laughs) If my math just did that right. If I just mathed correctly. (laughs) I'd say just a, a thank you to all of people and organizations and partners, donors who who cheer us on and who support us and who really get what we're up to in the world and are able to be a part of it. Yeah, just a thank you. Ashley? I'm looking at you, Eric, because I, I was waiting speak. for. I was no. I mean, I was gonna on, speak, you just, but you unmuted yourself too, and I was like, I'm gonna let him go. <laughs> you were you were bursting with anticipation of we're talking. So, no, I was just I was just gonna say I thought it was a good closer. Uh, I give credit where credit's due. So, Brooke, nice work on that that last hoorah there. Uh, I think that's a that's a great way of looking at stuff coming up because it is uncertain. Um, if anything from our past. 
has taught us anything from our president <laughs> is that you plan for it. It doesn't necessarily go that way, but it's, uh, I think good to, it's okay to think things are going to work out and to work towards that. It's all right. Took the words out of my mouth, Eric. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> nice. Ditto. Right. I'm getting it. <laughs> By the way, it's Ashley's birthday in a couple days. Just saying. I won't give a date, but you know. It is. It's Monday. I'm so excited. I came into my office and it's so cute. <laughs> so thank you all. I had no idea that you were that into sourdough bread. I had no clue. <laughs> For those on the podcast, I've recently started baking sourdough bread, and I'm <laughs> pretty excited about it. So the team apparently knows my excitement because I have pictures of sourdough bread everywhere. <laughs> it's really good. See, I love our team. You guys get me. <laughs> Mari, Jenna, got anything? Uh, I was just going to say that I think the last three podcasts I I kind of said, well, this year wasn't what I expected it was going to be. And next year is going to be the year. And so I kind of uh, have a different viewpoint on that now. I don't think 2023 was terrible. I think things went differently than what I thought they were going to go. But good or bad, I have no expectations for 2024. I'm just going with it and what, what happens happens and that's what's supposed to happen. So let's go 2024. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. I'm not sure who is, uh, who's, who's listening live, but, um, thank you all. And I am really excited about this next year and I hope whatever holidays you are celebrating this month that you um have wonderful wonderful holidays with the people that you love the most absolutely bye bye guys it takes a spark to start a fire it takes a heart
Take some heat. 